What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan the Giant Cassatt, and you're listening to a very special, a very spooky episode of the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm joined by two people. First, my co-host, Joe. What's up, guys? It's spooky time. Uh, We're going to review some movie shit and some scary wrestlers today. No, uh, No real wrestling, but we have a buddy here with us. Yeah, uh, Zach, handsome Zach's here. I'm coming to get you because it's spooky season. <laughs> he, it's it's Zach, usually of 2K fame and of AEW Fight Forever, but I don't think he was on that one fame. He was. Oh, yeah, I was. He was. Yeah. So he's appeared twice, but now he's here thrice. He's ready for spooky time. Yeah, three yeah. times. That's how, about how many times I've played uh, AEW Fight Forever since that review. And um, that's about how many times I've listened to this podcast. So, God, <laughs> you love it. You listen to it every. And that's week. a and that's about a third of how long Jordan actually watched this movie we're about to talk about. Hey, okay. come on, it's bad. It's bad. Um, but before we get into that, if you guys want to check out anything and everything stolen gimmicks, go over to our link tree: l i n k t r dot e e slash stolen gimmicks. All of our links are over there. Um, did anything happen? that we really need to talk about in the wrestling world the past week. Not really. However, uh, TNA is back. So I guess they signed AJ and Kurt Angle and Abyss and Samoa Joe and Sting and Christian Cage and Daphne. And uh, yeah, so TNA's back. That last one. I don't know if that's happening, but um, that's cool. I think TNA, uh, I mean, that's a big part of my childhood in watching wrestling, so I can't say I'm not kind of excited. But I, I said it on Twitter. If it's not live, I'm not probably not going to watch it. So uh, I, I don't mind if it's not live, particularly because I grew up watching SmackDown on a tape delay, so it's not a big sure. deal to me. But I, uh, I know that it's harder to watch um, not live wrestling in the modern era where everything gets spoiled ever. Um, but I will say if they don't switch up their production and the venues that they run and like make it feel a little different, at least it's going to fall flat hard. And I feel like the TNA name is the last thing that they have that they could grasp onto to try to generate buzz. And if this doesn't work, it's going to be rough. I feel like most people were still calling it TNA. Uh, Zach, are you going to watch some TNA when it comes back in January? Uh, I'm one of those people. I never stopped calling it TNA. Um, <laughs> It depends because I'd catch Impact every once in a while because I like the talent. There's a lot of good people on there, but it's just hard to focus on it, I guess. Sure. Um, I was really hoping they'd bring the six-sided ring back, but apparently like that is more damaging to wrestlers in a regular yeah. ring. So I guess I understand why they didn't. Yeah, no, I get Even it. Jeff Jarrett on his podcast, who was like a big proponent for bringing it in from Mexico – uh, he even admitted that a- after a while, he's like, oh, I'm sick and tired of it. It it's it really, really takes a toll on your body, especially the style that they were mm-hmm. wrestling. It's a lot different than Lucha. They're taking sure. a lot more high-risk, high-impact bumps on that uh, ring. I don't know how you could maybe make a six-sided ring a little safer, possibly, but I guess just the overall construction it really damages the body. Yeah, so. it makes sense. Make it, it eight-sided ring. That would make it easier, probably. Yeah. What Just make a big circle. Make a, <laughs> make a little a, squared circle. Yeah, but not squared. Just a circle. What about a three-sided ring? A triangle. <laughs> what, what about... Uh, do you guys remember when Kevin Nash was in uh, fighting the cruiserweights and everything and they were watching tapes with Simoli and Joe and they were in a two-sided ring? Yes. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> I, why do why do I still remember that? I don't, I don't know because because you were actually watching wrestling back when TNA was uh, decent. I yeah. started watching TNA in two thousand eight, a year before the uh, Eric Bischoff and Hogan experiment began. So yeah. I rough. saw the first episode. Like me, my friend uh, Mick, and my other friend Sean, we all watched it together. Wait, and, like, Mick I... Foley and Shawn Michaels were watching it with you? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they were. <laughs> they, they, they don't know why they were with me but they were there and they were having a good time 
Hell yeah. Yeah, I was five. When a couple stomas started. will do that for Sean. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah, TNA's back. Um, I guess we'll, we'll check on it when it comes. I might watch like the first show, the pay-per-view. That might be cool. See who they bring in. Um, I know a lot, a lot of their like talent that are like abyss. I know he's with WWE. Um, Bobby Roode's with WWE. But I know at least those two people, they have like legends deals with TNA where they can still make uh, – like merchandise and stuff of them. I think it would be cool yeah. if they could uh, get permission to bring some of these guys, AJ Styles and all of those uh, bigger. Names. I mean, they still have crazy Steve. <laughs> yeah. He's a needle mover for sure. Is shark boy still around? He pops yeah, in, he, in and out. Yeah. He pops in from time to time. He was on impact 1000. So yeah, nice. yeah he was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into the Halloween special aspect of the show. Um, First up, we wanted to watch a movie and review it, uh, a wrestling, a wrestler starring movie, a horror movie, and we decided on pro wrestlers versus zombies. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're all wrong. First of all, I came to you with this idea for this portion of the podcast because <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the We Hate Movie podcast, and I want to do something like that with wrestling. Uh-huh. And then you being your typical self you gave me an answer about four months later and, and we we were talking about doing a, a spooky movie and i let the record show that the first movie i suggested was they live and snapchat deletes movie. chats after 24 hours of viewing so i have no record of that. <laughs> shut the fuck up joe and then, and then uh as a joke i said or we could do pro wrestlers versus zombies and then we had to do pro wrestlers versus zombies. Okay. To be fair, I haven't seen either, and Jordan ran with the idea of pro wrestlers versus zombies. Yeah, yeah. So he I ran him. with it. So I'm like, okay, that shouldn't be too bad. I've never seen it. Me either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking about blocking you, Jordan, and never talking to you again. <laughs> so I have seen I it. I loved it. I have it on Blu-ray. Um, I saw it when it first came out. Um, I remember thinking it was kind of cool and like, yeah. I, I didn't think it was good or a great movie. I literally started watching it and I 30 minutes in, I'm like, yep, nope, I can't do this. It's awful. <laughs> it's Dude, but what did awful. we expect? It's a movie called Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not sure what cinematic masterpiece we were expecting going into this, mm-hmm. but what we got sure was not that. Yeah. Um it, it was uh it was interesting to say the least. Yeah, I mean it starts off with like a terrible um, montage of some shitty indie show. Um, I don't know. The- there were some sick. Um, oh movies. yeah, dude. I'm not gonna lie. That facade dude looked pretty interesting. Oh yeah, facade's awesome, dude. Like he he wrestles around here locally all the time. He's great. Um, and I'm not saying like some of the moves weren't cool, but just like the way it was shot and like the camera just felt a little off. And I like there was a title card that says the ring is the only place you can kill a man and get away with it. That's not how Just wrestling works. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we get this montage and then it goes backstage. Um, Shane Douglas walks into his girlfriend cheating on him backstage. Okay. This lady is on top of this man. I, I forget <laughs> the man's name. I thought porn. Billy. Ran, Billy. Okay. Yeah. It's battling Billy. I thought porn just started playing on my TV. I'm like, <laughs> dude, <"Whoa."> dude. <laughs> it was pretty intense. And it was the lighting, just the way like the camera looked. It looked like a like it looked like a porn shoot. I'm like, okay. Well, I don't think they used a steady cam once throughout this entire shooting. It was like YouTube vlog quality of of filming. Yeah, it was all like, the angles were were terrible. Like I'm not much of a camera guy, but like it's blatantly obvious when a movie has shoddy camera work. Yeah. And this is well, real bad camera. And I knew it was going to have that because right at the very beginning, it said Lloyd Kaufman. And I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he does a lot of the trauma movies, like mm-hmm. the, the Toxic Avenger and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've seen some of his stuff before, and it all looks like dog shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't see his name in there besides this, so I don't know what his connection to this movie was. Well, but as soon as I saw that, it was a giant red flag for me. Well, Trauma did produce this movie, so... Yeah. No, Trauma produced it. Trauma is what it caused me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah, it, what type of awful. name is Trauma? Like, yeah, I don't know. But I do know that the Toxic Avenger is getting a, a, like a remake. And it has like Peter Dinklage is playing the Toxic Avenger. Um, <laughs> that comes out later this year. Um, huh. So <laughs> this movie, um, we get in, 
into the main event of the show. We got Shane Douglas wrestling Billy, and Shane Douglas drops him on his neck and kills him. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you cheated on your my girlfriend cheated on me with you, so I'm gonna drop you on your head and kill you in a yep. fake wrestling match. Hits him with a power bomb, and we get this like no, oh, it, was a, it was a tombstone. There's a tombstone. That's what I meant. Yeah, I even I have, no, you did, Mister, Mister, Mister. Thirty minutes in, and I'm watching Brian Zay wrestling with regret. Literally, I have <laughs> so I have like a book worth of notes from the first thirty minutes of this movie. <laughs> so and I have right here. That's, it's that's unfortunate. It says Tombstone. It does not say Powerbomb. I don't know why it said Powerbomb. Um, <laughs> okay, but then we get this awful voiceover of a lady like, oh my god, Billy's dead! Yeah. Um, we get this promoter guy who is the director, Cody Knotts. He plays the promoter. Dude, oh. curse that guy. That guy <laughs> is the most sleazy dude I've ever seen. And he has himself doing the most sleazy things <laughs> through the entire movie. It's nasty. Um, I don't know. Shane Douglas is pretty sleazy in this movie. Yeah, really. Absolutely. And Matt Hardy ain't better. Honestly. Yeah. No. I don't. What, Matt Hardy wasn't sober for this movie at all because his he, he look his eyes are like his pupils are on opposite sides of his head at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand what the reasoning why Matt Hardy was in this movie to begin with. He didn't add anything to it. Really, same with because he's an AEW. <laughs> This, this is true. This is true. Yes. God, I'm uh, a bitch today. <laughs> um, this promoter that he's talking to this Russian guy who we later find out is the brother of Battling Billy. Um, and he he's trying to run this private show at, at an abandoned prison. And he says, I want these two wrestlers. It's Shane Douglas and his girlfriend who cheated on him with Battling Billy. Uh, and then he hands him, it looked like five thousand dollars. And then Cody Knotts goes, Oh, well, you can also have Roddy Piper. Uh, how about Matt Hardy and his girlfriend, Rebby? And then he's like, this guy did not ask for all of this. And then he goes, how about Hacksaw Jim Duggan? How about Kurt Angle? He's just adding on all No, Kurt weapons. Angle from the side door. <laughs> yeah. <don't forget. laughs> um, which does come into play later with Kurt Angle showing up uh, with no one else around him. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just thought it was funny that he just starts handing all these other people to him, even though he only asked for two. Uh, these huge wrestling superstars um, and Matt Hardy. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyways, weird scene with this girl putting on lipstick and then her uh, little lipstick mirror cracks and black dust comes out of it. Um, she she gets kidnapped by this Russian guy. I never caught the Russian guy's name. Might not even be Russian. Um, Billy it's Ford. not important. He, You could tell that that was not the dude's voice because it's an obvious dub. Yeah. Over over whatever that dude was actually doing. So. Yes. Um. He kidnaps her, stabs her in the heart. He also like caresses her breast a little bit. Very very awkward. Uh. Stabs her, grabs her heart, and then eats it. And then she turns into a zombie. And this is the beginning of the zombie apocalypse in this movie. Yeah, she's but, like his like main follower or or whatever. After, but this he point. pulls her heart out of her stomach. And <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I don't either. Well, he went he went elbow deep so he could get up in there and snatch <laughs> it up. Mm-hmm. Uh I think her name was Barbara. Um, but that could just be the look of her, and that's my stepmom's name. It's a zombie. <laughs> um so yeah, um, anyways, three guys walk into a house, get attacked by this zombie. We're we're, we're spreading the, the love here. Um then we go to a breakfast scene at Shane Douglas's house. Um, I love how Shane is in gimmick in his wrestling shirt at the breakfast table with his family. Dude, he never changes that shirt <laughs> through the entire the entire show. Um, we get to like he doesn't, but there is a scene he, at the he end. He also never washes his hair through the entire show. Also, <laughs> he probably doesn't for weeks in life. Uh, there's a scene later in the movie where Roddy Piper's fighting zombies, and I think he changes his shirt six times like six different shirts in this scene and it just i guess they're filming on different days and he's wearing a different shirt a different colored shirt it's awful no Um, it's because he was getting some of that uh pink corn syrup they were using his fake (laughs) blood on his shirt so he had to change it yes awful um but yeah shane's little nephew who is his biggest fan takes him out uh to the car he walks him out kid comes back to his whole family are now zombies um yeah so they get on a bus 
Oh no, we got to talk about this lady. Um, <laughs> I think her name was Sarah. She's a marketing lady. She comes and helps set up the show. And Cody like rapes her in the fucking back. Like he like, gives her money, <laughs> and that's how she gets the job. <laughs> Dude, um, I'm telling you, this Cody character is the <laughs> worst individual in the entire movie. Yeah, this uh, Sarah. I don't like the Sarah lady either. Um, no, but yeah. is she the one with that ends up with a machete? I don't know. Yeah, no, she is. She absolutely is. Okay, because no. the the kills on the zombies uh, with the machete might be some of the worst. Like, pro wrestling looks more real than the fights in this movie. Like, the every time you swing the machete and you can see air between the machete and their head, like, it's obviously not even coming close to hitting them. The machete's obviously a prop. Like everything in this movie, and not to mention later when they get their weapons uh-huh. in the prison, there's a random locker full of machetes and baseball bats. Like, yeah. why does this exist? <laughs> That's how prisons are, don't you know? Yeah, I've machetes. never been. <laughs> well, you yeah. should go. It's great this time of year. <laughs> Is yep. that right? The Halloween time gets the prisoners going. Yeah, they do a little Halloween dance and everything. Hell yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, we get on a bus. Do we? Yeah, we get on a bus here, and um, Roddy Piper and Sarah are sitting next to each other. We get Shane Douglas making out with his lady in the front. We get Matt Hardy making out with some blonde lady. Dude, in the front. there's a lot of this. It it, it just <laughs> cuts to dudes making out with dudes and chicks and chicks and dudes, and I'm like, bro, what or what is going on? It just randomly will cut to to another makeout session. I'm like, bro, I thought this was a movie, like an actual movie that I could watch on Peacock, not you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matt Hardy is just making out with this random blonde lady who is not Rebby Sky. I thought that was interesting on this bus. Um, well, to be fair, to be fair, in Matt's defense, 90% of it was just her licking his neck. So true. Yeah. It was pretty odd. I mean, a little, a little odd, but I guess that's how they got around uh, not blatant cheating, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, then they go to a diner and Shane pushes his girlfriend out of the, the, out of the booth onto the floor <laughs> ridiculous absolutely ridiculous um marketing lady laughs and then shane's i, I wrote shane slut throws water in her face and yes then... <laughs> and roddy gets all pissed off yeah um and then i turn the movie off so oh nice <laughs> you're such a loser you may, did you did you see the part where matt hardy gets pulled in half yes. by zombies yes <laughs> I saw that. Okay. I, I, oh, okay. Did you see the part where he gets pulled at, pulled in half, but you can still see his legs attached to him? Yes. <laughs> um, Did you see, or or the part where where Kurt Angle puts a zombie in the angle lock and rips their leg off or their honestly, foot? That's the best part of the movie, right there. I thought that yeah, was it is. It really is. Yep. And I, another part of the movie, since we're just into this part where they're fighting zombies now, is yeah. um. Roddy Piper walking into a room and seeing Hacksaw Jim Duggan as a zombie eating an arm <laughs> or a leg. I don't know what he was eating. He was an arm. Um, and he goes, oh, hey, Hack. And he just kills him. <laughs> it, was, it, like, it was just like, well, oh. <laughs> That's weird because on my Peacock version, he also has a line where he calls Hacksaw Jim Duggan Ed. And I looked it up and Ed is Hacksaw Jim Duggan's middle name. His middle name is Edward. So I don't know if Roddy like called Hacksaw Ed throughout their lives or or what. Maybe, yeah. But he he literally dropped an Ed bomb on him, and I'm like, who's Ed? So I looked <laughs> up Hacksaw, and that's literally his middle name. So yeah, little odd tidbit. You guys have anything else to add on deaths or zombie fighting about this movie? Okay, I I, I told you I only wrote two things, or I wrote one thing down for notes, but I remember two things. Shane Douglas, when he locks himself into the prison cell and says, um, uh, what does he say? Legends don't die, jobbers do, or something like that. <laughs> and then later on, he tells one of the zombies that they are too indelicious to yes. hang with him. And I just, <laughs> I, I, I literally put my hand in over my face and just shook my head. Like I was. <sighs> Shane Douglas also in the in the beginning of the movie where he's heckling with the promoter over money uh, mentions that if the money's not there, he'll be in the same boat as Vince Crockett and Heyman uh, for <laughs> not paying him. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Vince always paid you, buddy. Yeah, exactly. 
Absolutely. So, yeah, ridiculous. there's a lot of weird digs. Uh, Roddy Piper also has a line, uh, something about can't kill me or something like uh, something anti ho Yeah, ask Hogan, anti Hogan thing. I'm like, it, it, there's just so many random one liners that are like supposed to get the smarts going and, 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 to, you know, a wink and a nod to the wrestling fan, but it's like, it just lands flat and they're all like, like, like when Roddy's trying to have a serious conversation with somebody and he goes, now shoot with me, brother. Like, dude, you don't <laughs> need that. Come on. Yeah. Um, the end, the end of the movie, Rod, final girl, Roddy Piper. And yes. then the, <laughs> the marketing lady start making out over all the dead zombies. And she had just been bit, so is she like gonna be a zombie or what? Oh fucking no! <laughs> and he's just he's just making out with a zombie. Um, I do want to mention the score to this movie, particularly awful. They're all uh, yes. originally written songs for this movie, and the lyrics are all—it's all like butt rock, early two thousands. But it's so bad because the the uh, lines coincide with what's going on with the with the movie so like when they're running from zombies you can run but you can't hide and like all these cringy lyrics mm. like they're coming to eat your brains like it, it's so bad like go back and try to listen to some of the music at, at some point it is the worst yeah it, it's not a good movie um i gave it a 0.5 stars on letterbox i would give it worse if i could it was fucking awful um and because I'm a sicko wrestling fan, I'm going to give it two stars. I I respect that. You know what I do? Because it is kind of a fun idea. You get to see all these wrestlers turn into zombies, killing zombies. It, it's fun. And honestly, if they could do something like this with a bigger budget, I'd be all in. Yes. Yes. What do you think, Zach? I give it half a star because with something like this, like I feel like they were trying to play it off like it was like real and if they would have played it off as like campy and a joke it would have been more entertaining but yes. like uh they they a lot of it is taken too seriously and if it just would have been stupid and mm -hmm. well i mean it was stupid but if it would have been purposely stupid i would have been able to have more fun with it yeah absolutely i, I, I feel like all the wrestlers looked at this as a payday except for roddy piper like i felt like roddy piper genuinely tried in mm -hmm. some of the scenes yeah and and shane douglas took this as a chance to drop the f word every other word and 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 think of every macho badass boomer line he could think of and use that in, all in one movie yeah i mean yeah roddy piper like you said he's best part of the movie he even did some stupid shit in this movie but like oh like you for said, sure he was trying, um, yeah. tried to be heartwarming. Just a few things I didn't like about him. But Shane Douglas, I don't think I can ever look at that man and be like, okay, that's Shane Douglas ever again. That's that's the guy who did this movie. <laughs> like he, he was awful in this movie. I fucking hate him. Um, and I don't – I feel like he wasn't acting. I just felt like it was him. And he could have been acting, but I, that's all on him. It was awful. <laughs> Yeah, it was really bad. It was like they were all trying to get their wrestling characters over yeah, as part of the movie. Except for Kurt. Kurt was like, yeah, let me come in as a zombie basically off the rip. Rip yeah. a dude's foot off and, and end up dying. Like, that That sounds fun. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. It was like they only had a day with Kurt Angle and he said, okay, let's go do this. Yes. Yeah. I would almost imagine that they had to pay Kurt pretty handsomely and probably only got him for a day, literally. Mm -hmm. I but. would be... I would be shocked if they got him for longer than an hour. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, everything seemed very rushed. He was only in like two scenes total. So. And that's why they said we got to bring him in the side door. Like, cause he really didn't have much um, interaction with anyone else. He just kind of turned into a zombie. And then that one scene where um, he's in the ring with everyone. But yeah. Yeah. That's well, where all the budget of this movie went more than likely. With the zombie makeup. Cause it wasn't good. <laughs> no, that no to Kurt Angle. Oh yeah, yeah. All, all the budget to this movie went to Kurt Angle and probably R Roddy. Good, probably, yeah, probably. That's what I was getting ready to say. A good chunk of change to Roddy, and uh, that's about it. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, Hacksaw's been doing the uh, indie uh, siding circuit for the last twenty years, so I'm sure they yeah. didn't have to pay him much. But same with uh, Shane Douglas. I feel like he probably did this for a hot dog and a handshake. Matt Hardy probably did it for some pills, but he probably did it for a hand job, honestly. Yeah, from right. that random blonde bitch. Um, yeah, I'm actually looking at the the Blu-ray in front of me right now, and they have the picture of uh, Hacksaw in the back with the arm. Yes, great, great picture. Like it's just it's very like that's 
That's cool. That's Hacksaw's <laughs> best Dean. That was that was funny. I yep. I enjoyed that. So. Yeah, but yep, yep. That's pro wrestlers versus zombies. Um, also, Hacksaw looks like modern day Chris Jericho and on the back. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> he looks exactly like him. <laughs> All right. Terrible fucking so, movie. Don't go watch it. What's up, Zach? I dare you to uh, post a picture of Hacksaw on the pod page and tag Jericho. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead, Zach. <laughs> so uh, you can edit this out if you want to, but I am uh, I have my Twitter up, and uh, Rick Flair just popped up on AEW. Oh, my. Oh, we're, we're definitely not going to edit that out. That's a, that's an interesting tidbit. I'll have to go back and, it's and, and watch that. thing, apparently. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you know that makes sense. I can't even can't even hate on that because yeah, they said Tony Khan had a gift for Sting, so he just yeah, bought out he, Rick he now Flair. Owns Rick Flair. Yeah, here's a drunk. <laughs> wow. <fucking Rick. laughs> Here's Rick Flair that's gonna gonna come and do a twenty minute rambling promo on yeah. Dynamite. Now you have to babysit him for the next three weeks until he perishes. <laughs> you have to change his diaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Make sure he doesn't get too drunk on a plane. Jeez. Anyway. All right. Um. So. We want to do a top five this week. Top five spooky wrestlers. And we can use the term spooky pretty loosely here. Jordan, what was um, your backyard wrestling name? Jordan the Giant Cassatt. <laughs> yeah, that's my number one. <laughs> um, you walked right into that one. That's okay. No, I like it. <laughs> I also did a character um, called Cocaine. Nice. That's Where? real redeeming. That, that makes you sound very cool. <laughs> okay, no. I had a cane mask and... We put like baby powder on it with some hot glue, and it looked ridiculous. And isn't that what Grimm's toy show used to call Kane? Probably, but I, I talked real high pitched like this. And we had oh, we had Baja Blast at the one show we were selling it because we, we did concessions, and I love Baja Blast. So in, in the middle of my match, I'm just like, Baja Blast. and like I would go grab Baja Blast, and I would do the Stone Cold Stunner thing with Baja. It was stupid as fuck. It was a comedy character. It was just so someone... you ruined your baby powder cane mask with Baja Blast. Oh yeah, we like repainted it, and then eventually I was trying to paint it black, but it was just clear coat. It was awful, and then I lost it. Um. But it was a comedy character that we just added because we needed an extra man in the Royal Rumble match. But gotcha. so you were pulling you double duty. What's that, Zach? You got two paydays that day. Hell yeah, I got two hot nice. dogs. Um, <laughs> he got he got two liters of uh, Baja Blast. That's what he got. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, but then I ended up wrestling a few matches as Cocaine, and it, it was always a shit show. But I was made. It was funny. Um. So yeah. Cocaine, I think, would fit more as a spooky character than Jordan the Giant Cassatt. Come on now. All right. Top five um, spooky wrestlers. Who wants to go first here? I nominate the guest, Zach. Okay. Uh, for number five, I went with Boogeyman. Uh, mm-hmm. When he came out, do, do you want me to like talk about each one? or do you just want yeah. to, like, Okay. But real well, quick, he, I, I will tell you that my number five is also Boogeyman, so we can also both just God talk about yeah, let's just let's just ban oh that's a good thing. Let's just banter about Boogeyman. I love Boogeyman. <laughs> no, when he came out, like I felt like his character was like twenty years too late because mm-hmm. it was mid two thousands, I think. Yeah. But yeah. he made it work and I really enjoyed him. Like I don't re- like I remember his match with Booker T and that's basically it. Mm-hmm. But I remember the character and I remember his uh, vignettes and him messing around with people and stuff. And uh, he, he genuinely, when he, when he painted his face all red with those um, like those black, like uh, vine looking lines. And he was scary then like that, that when it was just like, I can't even describe it. It was like a pinkish red and it was all over. Like he was genuinely scary in that makeup. Yeah, I love. Wait, were you talking about the the full face red makeup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's even more scarier than his traditional blackface paint look. Blackface, like <laughs> sorry, he's a black man, so it's okay. But just still like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, what else do you call his face paint? It's full blackface with red and yellow lines. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and because that one, I think he did just all black like contacts too, so that mm-hmm. added to it. Hmm. Yeah, he he's awesome. I met him a few times, and like he's actually incredible to meet because um he was actually the first wrestler I ever got a photo op with. My brother and I went up, and he had these like claws on his hands, 
he's like, let's make a fun picture. And he grabs both of our hair back and we're just like taking this picture. I was like, what the fuck's happening? And he's just, <laughs> he has all these worms. And I like, I didn't know that they were real worms. They are. It's fucking gross. And he had like this weird smell to him. Then he wrestled and he threw the worms out in the crowd. Uh, nasty motherfucker. I wonder how many, I wonder how many worms he's ingested throughout his career. He was <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and, like, I'm sure that he just chews him up and spits him out and lets him fall out for the most part. But yeah, he's had to have swallowed some. I think he swallows most of them, honestly. It's yeah, he's probably gotten to that point where he likes them. He probably just eats them at home for yeah. a breakfast. Tea. <laughs> he said he like he, he goes in a he goes to like um, a corner store that sells live bait and he just like rinses them all off. It's nasty. So gross. But I. I do you ever hear the story of like when he first started in like OVW and Santino Morello was in the crowd as like a he he was training there and he like laughed at him and then Jim Cornette got pissed and he slapped him slapped the he, shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like because you weren't selling that he was scary. He was laughing. Well, because he he uh, from what I remember he he wasn't wearing makeup like he he had a little bit of black around his eyes and he had like these weird horns mm-hmm. and yep. uh. I think it was Santino's daughter. Like he didn't want her to be scared, so he started laughing. And then Jim Cornette lost his shit. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, it's not that he's assaulted Santino, but it's a it's a fun story to look back on. Um, but yeah, Boogeyman's fucking cool. He's still doing appearances for WWE, not on like real TV, but he was on the bump today. Still looks incredible. Fifty nine years old does not look that old. Just got a new figure out too. It's a great figure. Uh, but yeah, uh, Joe, what's your number five? Um, my number five is Mordecai. Oh, this was a uh, nice. short-lived. This is a short-lived character, I believe, in two thousand seven. Um, he's basically the anti Undertaker, well, mm-hmm. supposed to be, but I don't think him and Undertaker ever really interacted much. Um, so yeah, this this was definitely a. I think this whole, his whole run is like two three months at most. Yeah, he didn't have much. I remember yeah. him more as Kevin Thorne. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I almost put Kevin Thorne on my list. Spoiler alert, Kevin Thorne is number four on my list. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> yeah, it's the same yeah, it's the same person, and he had two spooky gimmicks, so I had to throw them both on there. Kevin Thorne is basically just a your ECW rebrand uh regular vampire character. Um it was fun, you know, but how far can you go in wrestling as a vampire? So with my uh, five and four funny that you say that because my number four is gangrel there you go <laughs> ah there you go the, <laughs> probably the best vampire character in all of wrestling history i mean yeah and he not much competition guy. no he's another well vampiro i guess but he's <clears> not really a vampire i don't know but gangrel is another one um when i met him uh we were just hanging out in the ring and he was talking to me like in terms of like that I he thought that I thought wrestling was real because he was uh, wrestling Scott Steiner that night and he's like I don't know how I'm gonna, Yeah, he's like, I, I gotta wrestle Steiner tonight. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know how I'm gonna take him down. So I'm just like, uh his legs are weak, attack his legs. And he's like, That's a good idea, I'm gonna do that. And I'm just like, <laughs> Wow, this is fucking cool. <laughs> That's great. That is cool. Yeah, if a wrestler ever like if I was a kid and a wrestler was talking to me like that and I was already kind of smartened up and I knew the whole shindig and the whole deal, I would still play into it. Like I, I would be like, Yeah, man, you should uh you should try to hit him with your choke slam, but he's real big, so you're gonna have to use all your strength to pick him up. You know, just play See, into it. Because that's what wrestling's funny. about, man. When it's funny when you said if I was a kid. I was twenty seven when this happened. <laughs> oh well, there's that caveat. <laughs> Nice, but like, I I feel like the worst thing for a wrestler is probably some fucking smart mark walking up to him and being like, "Oh yeah, like you know what you're doing." Like it's like so like I would probably play along too. Like, oh man, you yeah, um, and I like that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm sure there's nothing worse to a indie wrestler or a guy that's signed or anything than a smart fan walking up and going, "Hey, can you tell me the finish?" Yeah, who's going over? Are you going over tonight, buddy? Like, <laughs> get the fuck away from me. <laughs> that that is um, so corny, but I'm I'm sure they get that all the time. So. Yeah, I bet they do. Um, my number four, um, like I said, spooky. I'm going to use a little loosely here. Doink the clown. Um, mm. I've always very fast. Yeah, that, especially that was, uh, my number three. Oh, cool. We can both talk about it there. Yeah. Um, I just I love clowns. I think clowns are cool. 
especially like like I like it and shit like that. And Doink the Clown was cool as hell. And um, yeah, the evil and I even like the friendly Doink, but evil Doink especially. I just thought like his promos were cool. And um, I recently watched the Dark Side of the Ring on him. So yeah, Doink the Clown's definitely on my list. And yeah, my list Matt, could be different next week. So <laughs> Matt, Matt Bourne made that character. Like he, he doesn't get enough appreciation for how mm-hmm. good he really was. Cause like uh, a wrestling clown that shouldn't have succeeded at all. But when he started it, it was amazing. I, I personally don't like him once he turned face, but like mm-hmm. I loved evil doink. I thought he was awesome. Yeah. I think it's cool. And here they are 30 years later, still making action figures of it. Like yeah. definitely made a mark so yeah um i'm not sure where we are now because zach did his number three i did my number four i'm up to three okay do you want to do your three and then i'll do my three go okay sure um my number three is a very deep cut and i'm not even sure if you guys i'm sure you guys remember uh kazarni is oh yeah (laughs) dude i'm telling you i went so deep with these because i wanted to make sure that i got guys that you guys wouldn't have Mm -hmm. um so, yeah, Kazarni is my number three. This was like a uh, a rib on the whole wrestlers are carnies. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and to be honest, this this guy could have worked as like a goofy um, jobber, but nothing more. And uh, I don't really remember much of him on TV. I think maybe mm-hmm. he appeared on TV like twice or three times. Yeah, not much. much. Uh, but I know he did a house show, house show loop, but that's about it. I know he had a win over MVP, and then he got eliminated in the Battle Royal and then was gone. Gotcha. Yeah, that, okay. That was it, yeah. But he had an extremely long, like, vignette. Like, his vignettes yes. were playing for, like, months, yes, I Yes, that's feel. all I remember was <laughs> watching watching uh, WWE in that era and just seeing Kazarni vignettes. That's the only thing I know about this dude was his, was his goofy, <laughs> fair vignettes. And I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. kind of excited. Cool. And then it didn't end up being anything so yeah i know he's still around like sin Bodhi's his name i know yeah, he, makes... he makes like custom ljns and things. yeah you know and they're really good too i've seen pictures of them they're incredible um so yeah that's a good that is a deep cut i like it uh my number three is not a deep cut and the rest of my list is not deep cuts um mankind is my number three mankind uh, undertaker and kane oh boy no uh but mankind <laughs> pr- particularly like um what when he was in the brown suit like 96 yes. debuting yes. Um, when he's playing with the rat, yeah, in so the boiler cool. room, yeah, yeah, very, very cool. Um, honestly, that would be a cool like. I would like to see like maybe an anthology TV show where they like to give like an hour, like they just like record backstory on some of these wrestlers. I think Mankind would be a really cool one. Um, so you want to hear an hour of Mankind lore? <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool as hell. <laughs> all, I mean, right, man- all right, <laughs> so yeah, that's my number three. Um, Zach, do you want to do your number three next? Uh, my number three was Doink. Okay. Oh, right. Um, we all did our number three, Sam. Yeah, Zach yes. can give his number two. Hell yeah. Okay, so I I fought between number two and number one, but I uh for number two I went with the Fiend. Okay. Ah, yeah. good one. I, I uh, you know, maybe it. I don't know. I love I love the whole thing. I love the Firefly Funhouse. The first time. He revealed himself as the fiend. I remember watching with my buddy and going like afterwards, I looked at him and said, holy shit, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then just really, really enjoying him and all the, the stuff going along with him. And uh, obviously, you know, Bray is no longer with us. And it, it sucks that we potentially didn't get to see it again or see what could have become of it. But yeah, I think I we really were definitely see. getting the fiend again. I think that's oh, yeah, what was too. coming next. Which yeah. is unfortunate. But yeah, I, I, I just I love the character. Me Since. too. Yeah, it's great. Another one I, that even be... even spooky uh Bray's uh Bayou cult leader works for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Plus um, that, I agree. that theme song. Woo. Yeah. Great. Good stuff. Good and stuff. to be honest, Husky Harris, the uh Ferrari with the tank <laughs> engine. Uh or the tank with the Ferrari engine, he also is a pretty spooky guy. Hell yeah. Because he's big <laughs> and fast. And that, <laughs> that chin strap. Yeah. Oof. Yes. Dude, <laughs> I've been I've been playing WWE 12 way more than I'd like to admit. And Husky Harris won money in the bank. So uh <laughs> there's that. Uh how are the how are the loading screens in that game? Not terrible. Um they're <laughs> they're I mean 
you know. I was Anyways, gonna ask the Jordan, same thing. I was gonna ask the same thing. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut this out. We'll cut this out. No, I won't. It's our inside. No, we'll just we'll just let people figure it out. They would. They, they never will. They never will. Okay, my number two is um, it's three people, but mainly one. It's the Undertaker, and I'm gonna add Kane and Paul Bearer in there as well. Okay, so um, the whole Undertaker family. Sure, exactly. Um, but. And they're very spooky on another people. I would love to explore their backstory as well. Uh, that'd be cool. Just but, watch see no evil to see Kane's. What did, <laughs> wasn't there. Didn't they write a book that was like kayfabe Kane's real life? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, that is cool. They should do that for all the wrestlers. Um, but yeah, undertaker. I mean, 30 years of spooky wrestler right there. Um, different kinds of spooky and Kane, his brother and their, their father slash adopted father, Paul Bear. Like, how fucking cool is that? I think that's that's spooky. All right, <laughs> all right. Um, number two, Joe. My number two is also a deep cut. It is Oz from WCW. Oh. Um, it is Kevin Nash's uh, Wizard of Oz character. And by the way, I do want to say these are in no particular order. It's okay. just five of my 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 deepest cut uh, spooky characters, except for one. One's not really a deep cut. Okay. But uh, yeah, Oz. Um, he, it's Kevin Nash in neon green attire with platinum hair, mm-hmm. and um, it's very interesting. Go back and watch some of that uh, Jim Hurd era at WCW, and give yourself a little treat. Watch how, some Oz. How many appearances did Oz have? Quite a few. He was really? he was wrestling at Oz, as Oz for a good little bit. I don't think it was very long, but I'd say a, a good chunk. You know, I always if, thought if that I... was one and done. If no, not, if I no. recall, he had a pretty decent run in Japan as Oz, didn't he? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember him saying on one of his podcasts that, that he was really over in Japan as like a yeah, kaiju type because that's what he appeared like. He's like a kaiju, you know, he's he's a big scary monster and, and it worked. That's cool. I like that. He's a, he's a seven foot wizard. Like that's pretty weird. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look into that more. Um yeah. I'm gonna do my number one next because um he's already been mentioned. But Bray Wyatt's my number one. Um, we could talk any form of Bray Wyatt like we just did. But The Fiend in particular, of course, um, just incredible and definitely horror movie-like. And, yeah, we already really talked about him, but he's yeah. my number one. So, um, but, yeah, thanks, Zach, for spoiling my number one. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly that is exactly why I went with a really weird nah. list. Because <laughs> I knew that, that the list was gonna be Undertaker Cade, Mankind, Feed, and Boogeyman, you know, type yeah. of type of thing. So but yeah, that's cool though. Uh Zach, what's your number one? My number one is Mortis from WCW. Oh. I knew um, that's what you yeah, good pick. <laughs> I knew that you would you would have him. He uh, he was always my main guy in WCW versus NWO Revenge. Um, I loved his look, his entrance, his theme song was dope. Uh, when Canyon got uh, when Canyon came back from injury and he was doing Mortis and um, the house show loop in like I think 2004 2005, I was so excited. But he never made it to TV, and uh, yeah, I loved. I loved everything about that character, even though he. I was didn't know that he was doing the the Mortis uh, character on on the house shows. That's awesome. Yeah, he was doing it, and it was uh, instead of green, it was purple. Oh, and I think wow. there's some there's some photos out there, and it looks. I'll have really to look cool. that up. That's yeah, neat. but uh, yeah, he he never got to use it, and he was basically just a glorified jobber in WCW. But I loved I loved that whole thing with him and Wrath and Glacier and Ernest Miller. I loved all that shit. The mortal the Mortal Combat characters. <laughs> yeah, they what do they call that? Blood runs cold or something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. You know uh, how much money they spent on Glacier? It, so it's absurd. Dude, uh, Bischoff said, "Yeah, Bischoff said that that just the outfit alone, which wasn't great, was was expensive. So crazy." Joe, what's your number one? Okay, so I wanted to uh, give a little shout out to uh, the glory days of TNA. Now that it's back, and my number one is the Monster Abyss. All right. when I first started watching TNA, he was getting therapy lesson, lessons from uh, Stephen Richards, Dr. Stevie. Um, and I thought that the entire Abyss character was different enough, even though it was a, a combination of Kane and Mankind, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought that it was different enough to, to keep me interested. And I thought that uh, Abyss was sweet until Hogan gave him his Hall of Fame ring. Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. Which, which was well, not a good storyline at all. <laughs> but before I had actually ever seen him, my friend described him as Kane, but really good. And and well, I agree. Yeah, he's, Abyss, he's not wrong. No, Abyss had great like great matches and like he could he could take abuse, he could give abuse. Like I, I personally, yeah, I, that's a that's a good that's a good pick right there. Yeah, I'd say he's one of the more underrated big men in general. Um, you know, I think that he's not gonna get a lot of his flowers because he spent his entire career in, in TNA, but he, he really had a hell of a run. Yeah, didn't so. he have like a small stint in WWE as like AJ's financial advisor or something? <laughs> like, I mean, he's there now maybe as an like agent. A, maybe for like a week. I don't yeah. remember. He's like um, an agent yeah. now, but. He should be abyss on house shows. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, I do feel like maybe one omission would be, uh, I don't know if you'd consider him spooky, but I know kids were scared of gold dust when he first debuted. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, because he'd be like screaming in your face, not like screaming, but you know, the gold dust face. Um, also, maybe Raven. Raven can. Uh, That's a good one, yeah. Can maybe qualify. Chuck, uh, Chuck um, Taylor, because he used to just scream at kids in their faces. <laughs> yeah, just like a high pitched scream. Yep. Or Chuck Taylor now when you watch him wrestle on AEW. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Abaddon on AEW? Yes, Abaddon. They're um, very scary. Yeah. Dan Housen. Can't forget Dan Housen. Love That's that. That's a good one. Yeah. Very I almost, nice, very I uh, Alistair slash Malachi Black, but I I don't I know he's like spooky, but I don't consider him spooky. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but he qualifies. Like, I mean, kids yeah. I'm sure are spooked of him. Yeah, I mean the House of Black. Yeah, I would definitely consider them in. Like I yeah. said, like, I mean, how scary really is Doink the Clown or like some of these guys? I feel like Malachi definitely could be. Oh yeah, list. I feel like he qualifies. Yeah, I, I feel like if I was a kid watching AEW Collision and House of Black, were doing a six man match, I'd be pretty scared of them. Yeah, so. or, or like you mentioned earlier, like before we started recording, Leatherface from like Japan. Yes, um, yeah. Leatherface from IWA Japan was always like when I first started watching Mick Foley in in Japan on YouTube. Um, this Leatherface dude would always pop up, and it's just a Leatherface knockoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, it's always pretty entertaining. So, yeah, Chainsaw <laughs> Charlie. Eh. It's funny yeah, that you yeah. say that because I have my Chainsaw Charlie action figure right here, and I was like, Terry Funk is horrifying with pantyhose on his head. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a great elite. It's a great elite. I don't have it. I love never, that figure. Never got it. Uh, but yeah, that's our top five. I have an extra that I can send you. All right. Yeah. Free of charge. <laughs> no. Uh, that, yeah, I'm kidding. $80. Oh, premium. He just passed away. I see. Premium item, man. Yep. All right. Well, that's our top five. Uh, spooky wrestlers. Um, now let's go listen to a spooky commercial from our friends over at In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Ooh. Hey everyone, my name's Soda. And I am Ethan. And we are In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. We're a NASCAR podcast and we'd like you to check us out. Yeah, we talk about anything that's currently happening, uh, local dirt tracks, Lionel Racing, diecast cars. It, if it has the NASCAR banner, we talk about it. We do a lot of race reviews, too. You'll catch us uh, just about any week after a NASCAR race, and we'll be talking about it and all the things that's happening and preview the upcoming race, too. Uh, you can find us on all the platforms, that any, any platform that you find your podcast from, and uh, we think you'll enjoy it. And uh, got anything you want to add, Ethan? As always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles. All right, they, they might be in the marbles, but uh, I'm in a fucking saw trap right now. <laughs> Jordan is stuttering. We better help him. I want to play a game. Hello, Zach and Joe. You don't know me, but I know you. I currently have your friend Jordan strapped 20 feet above a flaming table in a pool of thumbtacks. And if you don't answer, Five of the six trivia questions. Your friend will die. Make your choice. Zach, we better fucking get these right. Question number one. What year was the first ever WCW Halloween Havoc pay-per-view? Uh, um, 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 
1989. Correct. 1989. I literally watched this the other day. That's why I know. Yep. Are you scared? Watched, uh... For my life. No. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you're still alive. I forgot. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging up here, and you guys are just... Just answering fucking trivia questions. <laughs> That's how Jigsaw works, man. Question number two. What year was the classic Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero Halloween Havoc match? 97. Woohoo! I was literally going to say I just watched that pay-per-view, but then you fucking open your mouth. Correct. It was in 1997. Uh, I hope you don't die in the trap, Jordan. He is currently being dropped further and further, so he's, well, he's about he, to get burnt. He should have held the door open for Jigsaw. You don't hold the door open for him, you're going to get a saw <laughs> yeah. trap. Yeah, you shouldn't have looked at Jigsaw that way that one day in the deli in 1982. So now you're in a trap fearing for your life and your friends have to answer wrestling trivia questions. Anyways, next question, Mr. Jigsaw. Question number three. What horror movie legend did Rey Mysterio Jr. do stunt double work for in 2003? Oh, um, this isn't an official answer, but me and Zach can talk. Oh, me and Zach can talk to each other, right? It was Freddy, right? And Freddy yeah, versus Jason? Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy, Freddy Krueger, right? Jason? Correct. The answer is Robert England's Freddy Krueger. Rey Mysterio was the stunt double in the Boiler Room dream sequence in Freddy vs. Jason. Now, that's what I call a Boiler Room brawl, or broiler... Fuck! Whatever! <laughs> <laughs> you said it right, Boiler Room oh, brawl. Okay, well, <laughs> you freak it out for no reason. Today. I'm glad you guys are laughing while I'm hanging up here. Shut yeah, up, Jordan. Jordan's suspended by chains, about to be dropped through a flaming table with thumbtacks on it, and we're like, Freddy Krueger and and uh, Ray Mysterio did. Uh, anyways, and then I'm next question, Jigsaw. Between broiler and boiler, because <laughs> it matters. Yeah, it does. Question number four: What small or icon? has made multiple appearances in WCW and WWE NXT. Chucky. Yeah, it's Chucky, right? Chucky? Chucky and Rick Steiner? Correct. It was that other small fucker, Chucky. Wow! We are saving Jordan's life. Shit. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, next question. Uh, we're going to answer and we are going to throw, Zach. So whatever you say, make sure it's wrong. <laughs> okay. All right, next question, Mr. Jigsaw, please. Question number five. The very spooky Undertaker once went on a 21 match win streak at WrestleMania. Who was his first victim? Jake. No, it was. Uh... Wasn't it Jimmy Snuka? It was Jigsaw. Um, no, it was it was Snuka. Correct. Correct. It was Jimmy Snuka. Wow, hey. we are so smart when it comes to wrestling. It's almost like we're nerds and losers. Anyways, guys, only one more question. You better get it right. Is this the sixth question? So we've already answered the five out of six. So you're alive, dude. You're you're fine. You've come this far, but one more question, unless you have Vince McMahon ready to bring me a briefcase full of cash. Oh, Jigsaw shoving him, shoving the chains back into his arms and legs, so we better oh, get this one right. His ass. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, Mr. Jigsaw, what's the last question? This is the final question. If you get this correct, your friend will live. Question number six. Who was the first person to feed Bray Wyatt attacked in his WWE debut? Oh, 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 oh. Was it was it Kane? Was it Kane? Or was it was it Finn Balor? It was Finn Balor, right? No, I thought it was I thought it was a legend. Oh, then if it was a legend, then maybe Jerry Lawler. I know he attacked him one time. Um 
I my my answer is going to be um um probably Finn Balor, but you can change the answer if you want to. Yeah, I uh I don't know. I I th- I, I thought it was a, a legend, but I can't I can't recall off the top of my head. So you're you're fucking dead, Jordan. All right. Well, I'll just say Finn Balor because I remember him attacking him pretty early on. So, congratulations, you are correct. It was Finn Balor. You got lucky this time, and your friend Jordan is now released. Well, Zach would have had you killed. So there you go, Zach. You are dead to me. Um, I'm alive. And that's why I'm the co-host of Stolen Gimmicks, because I know <laughs> random wrestling Halloween trivia. You should have uh, put a hard question in there. Like, what was The Undertaker's <laughs> original name? Kane, the, Kane the Undertaker. Dude, that's oh, not hard. Okay. Well, <laughs> don't <laughs> 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 me. I'm unstoppable. You guys are 17. I didn't think you'd know. I, I mean, Jigsaw just saw of those questions earlier today and uh, threw it together. So, oh. uh, but yeah. Jigsaw also told us before the show that the last question was going to be hard. And I instantly went, Kane? No, it was Finn Balor. So, yeah. There. yeah. yeah. Well, Jigsaw's getting lazy at his old age. <laughs> yeah, Zach and Zach tried me. to convince me otherwise <laughs> and tried to kill me. Jordan. <laughs> um, I had to convince him to go with the Finn Balor answer. He's like, no, it was a legend. <laughs> yeah, it was Finn Balor. And I think like the next week he attacked Mick Foley. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, Mick Foley, and then I looked it up, and it was Finn Balor. So that's was, crazy. When you because I distinctly like, remember Finn Balor in that one elite gear that he had with the red uh, tights and the white boots. That's the gear he was in when he got attacked. Yeah, yeah well, I, I appreciate you guys saving me there, uh, Jigsaw, ugly little fucker. Jigsaw still dropped your bitch ass through the flaming table. <laughs> he probably would have. Yeah, um, so. I've I've only seen one Saw movie, so. Uh, I hope I I did that justice. So it was fun. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, that's our show for this week. That's our Halloween special. I thought it was a pretty good episode. What do you guys think? It was a uh, very nice, very evil. Yeah, very spooky. I, I, I like how you're like, oh, it's gonna be a shorter episode, and then here we are, and I still haven't had dinner. Oh wow! How long has the episode been, Jordan? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, it, it's uh, it's seven not, goddamn days. It's nine. It's nine thirty five at my time so i'm not sure oh we started recording it i think at like 7 44 my time so it'd be really no way well then i think it i think it would be like 45 minutes an hour i don't think it was that long oh your time i was like my time yeah my time, so, my time my time yeah it didn't, doesn't feel like you're on that long um hour I, 15 something like that jack uh we appreciate you coming on for the halloween special um maybe you come back for the christmas special I, i'm not watching fucking santa's sleigh or anything Campy, dude. Like, what if what if we uh, what if we did Christmas uh, trivia and we could talk about Kane's uh, Christmas gimmick in OVW? Did he have a? I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas creature. Christmas creature. Yeah, yeah. I, I it's one of Jim Cornette's great creations. <laughs> I genuinely am trying to get you guys to have me on at least once a month to talk either a wrestling movie or a movie with a wrestler in it mm-hmm. as like a special episode or something. And we've discussed this. Well, so if I'm this always... if this episode gets us ten thousand dollars, then we'll do it. <laughs> oh, well, I'm I'm fucked. Well, maybe not. Maybe this will be our uh, our calling. This is maybe Dixie Carter will be our angel investor, much like TNA. Yeah, that's possible. Wow, <laughs> can we get a six sided Jordan? <laughs> there's there's already about <laughs> seven sides of me. So, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Zach, for joining us. Uh, anything to add before we end the show? You want to plug your X account or whatever? My ex account. Yeah, it's my his ex box. His ex box account. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Uh, don't uh, eat candy because it's got razor blades and drugs in it. Yeah, don't forget. I uh, I bit into a Snickers one time and got sixteen grams of weed inside of a <laughs> single Snickers bar, and I've been high for eighteen years now. So Holy shit. Uh, don't do that. I saw I saw a picture. It was like, check your kids' candies. I just found ten Hangman Adam Page action figures in the <laughs> Snickers bar. <laughs> oh no, Jack Perry uses real glass in his candy. <laughs> yeah, it's a real probably a river. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to our Halloween special this year. Um, go. Go check out our podcasting friends. We got the fully posable wrestling figure podcast. We got in the marvels with soda and Ethan. We got tales from the estate with Drew and Caitlin and the three Brews podcast. 
Again, thank you so much for listening and come back next week for more Stolen Gimmicks.